Unique New York. Unique New York. Unique New York. Now brown cow. How now brown cow? My sister-in-law, Abby, is the marketing director for Mom and Pop Music in New York City. They represent bands like Sleigh Bells, Metric, Flume, and Courtney Barnett. She knows everything about finding the best new music. And with music festival season right around the corner, I thought, who better than to talk to about all the coolest festivals? So if you've ever thought about going to one, or you just want to hear about some really cool new bands, you've come to the right place. This is the Little Bit Podcast. All right, let's give her a call. Hey, sis. Hey, Abby. What's up? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Are we talking about some music and festivals today? Yeah, girl. Um, I just need to ask you so many questions because there's so many festivals coming up. And you and I have been to, what, two Coachellas or three Coachellas together, Outside Lands, a few of those. Yeah, most mostly the California festivals. Yeah. So I want to give everybody a breakdown on some of the biggest festivals. And you know so much. And P.S., you have the coolest job in the world, by the way. Um, but, <laughs> but I just wanted to talk about the festivals that we love the most. And I love Coachella, but I think I had a little more fun at Outside Lands with you. Because that was like your city at the time. You were living in San Francisco. And so we could just, you know, leave and jump in the car and go back to your place. And it was really cool. But yeah, it was, um, it was a little, it was, yeah, I lived there and, you know, we would just like drive into Golden Gate Park or take an Uber out there. Mm-hmm. And obviously they had, you know, amazing bands playing at Wineland. Oh, so good. Um, kind of all the things that we would do outside of a festival, but yeah. in a festival. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I loved going to Outside Lands for probably it's five so or seven years. Because I think it started in 2010. Oh, and you went for seven years in a row? Yeah, oh, for gosh, as long as I lived there. So cool. So explain to our listeners what Outside Lands is. Sure. Um, outside Lands is a three-day music food, wine festival in the middle of Golden Gate Park, um, which is kind of like a little fog bowl. So you got to bring your layers or you can buy a blanket or a sweatshirt there. Yes. Um, But they just book like best bands in the world. And um, it's just like a really great environment. And Mm -hmm. the tickets are really reasonable. I think it's like $125 per day. So worth Um, it. You can always get a really good view of bands. Mm-hmm. You can go in between stages if, you know, two of your favorite bands are playing at the same time. And the weather, although it's, you know, can be kind of cold, um, you can still go for an entire day, mm-hmm. you know, and not feel exhausted because, right. you know, it's not, you know, super hot and yeah. you're not camping. Um, yes, true. There are, true. of course, other festivals where you can camp, such as Coachella or Bonnaroo, uh, but I would consider Outside Lands kind of one of the more city festivals, kind of like Lollapalooza mm-hmm. or ACL. Um, those are in mm-hmm. Chicago and Austin, respectively. 
Okay. Um, so I'd say, yeah, it's kind of like, it just depends on what climate and what type of experience you're looking for. Right. And I recommend that one to, I think people that, you know, like you said, want to see some great bands, but also really want that experience, that San Francisco city experience with the great wine and the food and just, it's so charming and so fun. Um, and also if you don't like super hot weather, it's a great festival for you (laughs) because Coachella, oh my goodness, I've gone years to where I was just drenched in my own sweat. Um, but I loved every minute of it, you know, and it's sometimes a dust bowl out there too. It can be really dusty, but I think Coachella has the most bang for your buck. In my personal opinion, you can see probably what 30 acts in a weekend. If you really wanted to. Oh Yeah. Yeah. I think it's all about kind of splitting up your day by doing, you know, at Coachella, you go out there ideally with a group of friends, you get a house. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's, you can get a pool or there's a spot to barbecue. Yeah. There's always like hotel parties with people, you know, bands maybe that are playing at the festival yes. doing D- DJ sets, mm-hmm. you know, favorite ma- magazine, you know, might be throwing a party out yeah. there. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's a, a lot more to do outside of the festival. Um, and then by the time you get there, you know, you find your meeting points with your friends, but you don't, you don't really want to overdo it, so yeah. I would say kind of structure your day after they put out the schedule and decide what Very your top smart. priorities are, mm-hmm. and then find like a concrete meeting point with your friends at mm-hmm. a certain time because sometimes you know text messages won't go through and services can be wacky. So you just kind of have to be a bit more diligent yeah, about how you plan true. your your time, mm-hmm. um, just so you aren't you know, outside for 13 hours straight, you get some shade, stay hydrated, eat good food, Mm -hmm. get good rest so you can wake up and do it again. Oh, it's so much fun out there. I got to tell you, if if you've never been to Coachella, if you're listening to this, there is a time in the day when the sun has just gone over the mountain and it's still light out, but everything is glowing and you're not as hot because the sun's not beating down on you, but yet you're warm because it's probably 80 degrees out there. I have had so many good photo ops <laughs> during that like golden hour when like the sun oh, is just yeah. going down. Oh my God. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's <laughs> when you're looking at the carousel and it's just moving ever yeah. so slowly. There's palm trees in the background. And someone like, you know, Paul McCartney is playing on the main stage. Yeah. I, I, the first and only time I saw Prince uh, was at Coachella, actually. No way. In, two, in 2008. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my so, gosh. I didn't know he played you know, there. experience like that, I'm so grateful for. Wow. Um, you're so lucky. Yeah. And what's that one festival you went to in, was it up north in Oregon or... I can't remember what it was called. Bigfoot or something? Oh, Sasquatch. Oh, Sasquatch. Close. Sasquatch. Yeah, unfortunately, um, that festival is no longer taking place. Oh, no. Um, but there's another festival in the area called Bumbershoot that uh, cool. still goes on every year. Yeah. Oh, that would so be there's definitely really something fun. in every kind of major city or region yeah. in the States at this point. Cool. So what about for New York City and, and the East Coast? So New York festivals um, in on Memorial Day weekend, they have Governor's Ball, which is on Randall's Island. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and that's always a really fun summer festival. But I think uh, what everyone's super excited about is uh, they just announced the Woodstock lineup, yes. which is the 50th anniversary of the original festival. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the original festival having Santana, Grateful Dead, Jefferson Airplane, Hendrix, right? You know, all those rock icons. Um, and this year they have, I think it's like Jay Z, Miley Cyrus, Killers. Nathaniel wow. Ratliff, Courtney Barnett, like a bunch of really cool um, what an honor. indie bands. Right. Yeah. So that's gonna be yeah, amazing. It's and it's in the hottest re- <laughs> in the hottest month of the year, which is insane. Yeah, August in New York is, is pretty hot. So you were the first person to tell me about a lot of my now favorite artists like the No week. way. Yeah. Like the weekend, you knew about him way before anybody else did. Um, Flume Disclosure, hello. You're like the first person that told me about them, and they're probably one of my most favorite bands of all time. I was just listening to that today, actually, and Flume. So I love it. Okay, well now you have to tell me, and of course I'm gonna let everybody else in on this. Who's listening? Who is cool right now, and who should we check out? Sure. So I've got a few bands that, you know, it'll be something for everyone in, in maybe a different genre. Cool. So get ready to write these down. <laughs> okay, get my pen out. In no particular order. Okay, I'm ready. And spell it if it's a weird name. F-K-J. Okay, that's easy to spell. Sure is. Uh, Alina Baraz. Okay, Alina Baraz. Lucius. Lu- is it Lucius? Like, yeah, L U C I U S. I U S. Okay, got it. Lucius. And what music is Lucius? What what kind of so style? Lucius are kind of indie pop singer songwriters. Ah, okay, nice. Go on. Sunflower Bean. Sunflower Bean. What a cool yes. name! I feel like I've heard of these guys. Yeah, Sunflower Bean are like the coolest rock band in new york what okay okay uh tom morello who i think you're familiar with yes okay so is he doing new stuff on his own or yes he just put out a his first actually solo record ever um he's obviously been a part of like so many bands like Mm -hmm. rage against the machine and audio slave Mm -hmm. um but this is his first solo release called the atlas underground so he had collaborations from people like um, Big Boy, Portugal the Man. No way. Wow. Nick Mensa. And yeah, t- for Tom Morello, from, he's the guitarist from Rage Against the Machine, right? Yes. Got it. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then the last one, uh, Ash. A S H E. Got it. Cool. And what's Ash? So Ash is also a singer songwriter. Um, she kind of emerged in the electronic world, uh, mm-hmm. featured on tracks with people like Lewis the Child and mm. Weefin. So kind of in that electronic world. But mm. she she actually also wrote a song for Demi Lovato. Um, Love her Demi. Album. Yeah. Uh, but Ash actually has her own um, solo career that is more singer-songwriter, both like super hot beats and... Um, it's a really exciting project that I actually get to work with. Nice. Okay. 
tell me about that. Do you get to go to a thousand concerts? I'm sure you do. Well, you did, you know, when you were younger. But are you still yeah. going to a lot of concerts? So at my last job, I was at a booking agency. So that mm-hmm. was centered entirely around gigs. Okay. Um, and now um, I work at a record label in New York that represents independent artists. And mm-hmm. so um, I'm responsible for marketing, you know, the albums that come out and mm. some of the promotion around that. That's cool. Are bands doing a lot of late night things? Is that really cool for a band to do? Like if you're a new band, are you going to be on Jimmy Kimmel? Is that a thing or? It is. Yeah. But I think a lot more people will watch it the next day on YouTube versus oh. staying up you know, until 1130 to watch it. Right. At least I know I true. am because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I know my eyes are closing by 10 o'clock. I'm like, why am I still awake? Yeah. So I definitely think that performance aspect is important because yeah. if you hear, you know, a song on the radio, you know, you can only imagine what the performer looks like, but when it comes to life and you see it on television, you see the energy yes. and can hear a crowd reaction. I think it in the same way to seeing a live band mm-hmm. um, can, you know, change you know, how you think of them oh, or 100%. make you a fan. 100%. Like when I saw Disclosure for the first time, we, we, you know, we knew they were brothers and, but we didn't know how old they were. And then when I, when I saw them, they were playing every single instrument, every single beat. I was blown away at their talent. And you're right. Going to a live show is so epic. Like You need to see as many bands as you can, I think. Because you might have a totally yeah. different like perspective afterwards. Yeah. And, you know, I always tell people, make sure you go and catch the opening band, too, because that's a really cool mm. way to discover, you know, a new band you might not know about. And it means that the headliner has endorsed them if they're bringing them on tour. Okay. So get there early, you know, get your money's worth out of your ticket, too. That's cause... a great idea. Yeah. I see so many people, they're like, oh, we're just going to skip the opening act. We don't even know who's opening for them. And I, and I think, well, you know... I've been pretty surprised. We had, we saw um, Tycho at the Greek. Yeah. And Todd Terje opened for them. And I was like, Oh, he's so fun. Wow. Who was this guy? And now I'm downloading his stuff too. It's great. That's so awesome. good. I also love that you download music. <laughs> Am I, is that cool? It is. I mean, you know, downloading, buying, streaming. Yes, you must buy. You must support. You must stream. Buy vinyl, too. Yes, I love vinyl. And thank you, by the way, for my Christmas present of buying me vinyl records. She got me this really cool subscription where they send me a cool record every month. And it's really been great. I got the new Common album and the Beck album. Ooh. You give the best presents and the best advice. And what other advice do we have for finding new music? Because I know you've got some other tricks up your sleeve. Sure. Sure. So depending on what um, music service you use, um, I use both Apple Music and Spotify. And they both have really great uh, playlists. Mm -hmm. So they actually have, you know, music editors that are curating playlists, Mm -hmm. you know, can be based on genre or top 40 or or really whatever you're looking for, you know, you just type it in. Yeah. So that's one way. Um, You can always like look at the credits on songs and see like who produced it. And, Mm. you know, sometimes, you know, you may like more work from that same producer. So I always, you know, tell people to, to look that way as, as well. Sweet. 
All right. Well, thank you, sis. Of course. Good chatting with you. You do. Have a good night. Thanks. Okay, bye. If you have questions for Abby, go to the website, www.thelittlebitpodcast.com. We'll be back next week with a new episode. But in the meantime, please go to patreon.com slash the little bit podcast and become a patron. It would be so much to me. Today's music is from Spare Parts for Broken Hearts. Download it now on iTunes. 